Hi, I'm Jackie Voigt, owner of the Orchid Group at Keller Williams Realty at the Lakes, and I've had the opportunity of helping over 200 families buy and sell real estate over the last four years. Real estate agents often ask me, how did you do it? What's your secret sauce? Well, I'm here to tell you all that there is no secret sauce. So what is there? A blend of systems, grind, and dreams. It's not easy though, and I had to lose out on over $50,000 in commission in just a two-month time frame in order to get myself organized. $50,000. What could that have done for my family? Vacations? Home projects? New cars? Savings? The options are limitless. What could that money have done for you? Tune in and see what not to do and what to do to regain control of your business and not let any opportunity pass you by. Thanks for joining for episode four, System Creation Part Two. The frequency of communication is just as important as what we are communicating. It's critical to hit that sweet spot of not too much and not too little communication so as not to seem like a pest but also not to allow our clients to forget about us. The frequency depends on where each client is at in their real estate endeavor. And this is when it becomes really important to have our clients sorted. There's no right or wrong way to do this sorting, and you know your clients the best, first and foremost. So whatever means of sorting you think is best is what you should work with. Let's start first with lead classification. My team uses the commonly used categories of hot, warm, and cold. A hot lead is also an active client, someone who needs to have purchased their next home in the next three months or have their house listed for sale in the next three months. With their short time frame for achieving their real estate goals, communication needs to be real estate related and very relevant to their specific goals. Communication should be in the form that is the most effective and shows your clients that they are of utmost priority at the moment. They've already told you that they need to achieve their real estate goals quickly, so if they don't feel like they're getting the attention they deserve and need, they'll bail on you. Our system for these hot leads or active clients is a phone call every single week that we refer to as our daily focus call or DFC. This can also be a text or an email if that's the preferred way of communicating with the client, so try to find out what they would prefer and stick to that. Each day of the week is dedicated to a different type of active client. Mondays are our buyers under contract. Tuesdays are our sellers under contract. Wednesdays are our house hunters. Thursdays are our sellers not yet under contract, but that we've already had a listing appointment with. And Fridays are when we call our referral partners. To make these phone calls more productive and to ensure that our clients know what we're doing behind the scenes, the day before also includes a round of calls, texts, or emails to those professionals that are involved with each client, plus some of my own research. So to prepare for our talk on Mondays with our buyers under contract, Fridays involve speaking with our buyers lenders, as well as the title companies that are involved in closing the file. That way I can rely to the buyers anything that those entities might need. To prepare for my Tuesday daily focus calls with our sellers under contract, I'm speaking with the buyer's agents, the buyer's lenders, and the title companies on Mondays. 
Sellers can sometimes feel like they're waiting in the dark since there is a lot of waiting involved on their end. So to be able to check in with them, even if there isn't any news to report, shows them that things are moving forward still. I speak with my house hunters lenders on Tuesday to ensure that their files are up to date and I evaluate the house hunters customized searches to see if any adjustments need to be made. As much as house hunters like to surf the real estate apps for homes, I still want the most reliable search for them to be the one that I created so that they don't feel the need to go searching on their own. This really makes for a well-prepared phone call on Wednesdays to those active house hunters. To prepare for my Thursday calls to my sellers who are not yet under contract, a lot of market evaluation is done on Wednesdays. I like to know if there's been any new listings in the area of my seller's houses, if anything new has come on the market, if any of the existing houses that were for sale went pending, and what the newly closed listings ended up selling for. All of these figures will impact the success of us selling our sellers' homes, so to come to my Thursday calls equipped with the most recent market activity is incredibly valuable to our sellers, especially because the numbers really speak for themselves. Remember, we always want our clients to know that we are doing the job they hired us to do. If we do a great job for them from start to finish, they'll be wowed and they'll want their friends, family, coworkers, neighbors, etc. to receive that same excellent service as well. And that's how we create a really great referral-based business. We've all heard of the saying, actions speak louder than words after all. Each interaction with a client ends with the question, is there anything else my team or I could be doing for you? This allows us to check in about how they feel about our services. Another benefit of prepping for those daily focus calls is to enhance the relationships we have with our trusted vendors. Lenders and title companies are vital to our businesses and our clients' success. So we really want to constantly be evaluating the work they do as they are a direct influence on our business reputation. Our clients see us, the realtors, as the ringleaders. So we have to constantly be showing them that we have a strong awareness of everyone involved in our client's success in achieving their real estate goals. Also, lenders and title company agents are also people who need to buy and sell homes. So why not show them how above and beyond you go for your clients so that when they're in need of real estate help, your concierge level of service is what they want. And here's what I love most about all of the stuff that I've mentioned so far in this episode. All of this is really just doing our job. None of it is secret. None of it's hard to find. None of it's hard to do. It's so simple. And yet so many realtors just don't do it. And I have no idea why. Do you know what that means? To stand out as a top performer in an industry completely saturated with licensed realtors is really easy. You don't have to be the smartest. You don't have to have the best resume. You don't have to have the most experience. You just have to do the work consistently and purposefully. Okay, I digress. Let's move on to our leads that aren't quite ready to make a move just yet. When your lead generation efforts allow you to meet new people, it isn't always easy to determine how ready they are to embark on their real estate journey. This might be because the client simply doesn't know, or they might not have full trust in you, or at least enough so to open up and allow you to determine their level of motivation. 
In this extremely early stage of your new relationship with them, it is vitally important to be picking up on any cues from them and adjusting your approach accordingly. This first impression is everything. You want them to see you as a great listener with their best interest in mind. My team and I put our brand new leads on the same system at first, and we call that our new buyer lead system or our new seller lead system. These systems are comprised of all four means of communication, phone call, text, email, and snail mail, and they receive a touch once a week. This constant touch shows a respectful amount of attention to them and enables you to make a great first impression. It also gets you familiar enough with their preferred form of communication. For example, maybe you notice that you don't get engagement in anything but that phone call. Once you realize that, you can alter your system to incorporate more phone calls and solidify your new relationship with them. All of this while determining whether they are a warm or a cold lead. Keep in mind, there's no right or wrong way to do this. You know yourself and the potential client better than anyone else, and you are the business owner, so make your decisions based on what your gut tells you to do. After all, converting these warm and cold leads into hot or active clients is the name of the game. So these new lead systems start off with an introduction email, and I like to think of this as my resume. It thanks them for partaking in whatever form of lead generation it was that I met them doing, includes links to all of our social media platforms, has a team bio with pictures, role descriptions, and some personal backstory, and includes a link to our YouTube buyer or seller series, depending on what their needs are. A week later, they get a phone call to make sure that they got that first email and to see if they have any questions. The following week, they get a text with a market update pertaining to what I know about their real estate goals at the time. So whether that is the average interest rate, if a new listing came on the market in their area, just something for them to think on. The next week, they receive our quarterly newsletter. This newsletter is pretty cool because we really make it personal. I share my letter of the heart, which is basically a little recap of what my life has been like outside of work that quarter. And I feel like this is important for our clients to see because it makes us people. It makes us human beings, not just business people. It deepens that relationship and just continues to build that trust. We also include the quarterly market activity update so recipients know what their current pulse of the real estate market is. We include some fun things to do around town and then some type of game like Sudoku or word search. The envelope is, wait for it, handwritten. I know, that's crazy. But I think this is so important because people so rarely get mail delivered that has been personally addressed to them anymore. So think about it. When you get your mail and you're sorting through everything, the junk from the actual good stuff, I bet you are more likely to keep mail with a handwritten address on it than not. Am I right? It's those little details, folks. And that's month number one of our new lead systems in the books. They've been touched once a week for four weeks each time with a different form of communication. Don't get discouraged if you haven't had a response yet, though. The point is that they've seen your attempt to contact them at least once, and whatever they've chosen to look at has been something of value. Okay, moving on to month number two of the new lead systems. Circle back to email. We email our buyer leads 
the lender do's and don'ts, which we've asked our lender to create for us. And it's full of bullet points of things to do and things to avoid while you're in the process of buying a home. For our sellers at this step, we email them a flyer of how to prepare their house for the photographer prior to listing for sale. The week after that, they receive another phone call, mainly just to check in. The conversation is intended to give them an opportunity to update us on what their thoughts are on anything that has transpired over the last month and to see if they need anything from us. The following week, they get another market update text. And we close out month number two by mailing our new buyer leads a $5 gift card for them to use to get to their very first showing when the time is right. And our sellers get a $5 gift card to go grab a coffee during their first showing that their house gets after going live on the market for sale. And that's a wrap. Now, if you find it appropriate to do, and if you feel comfortable, why not friend them on social media at this point? I would say I end up doing this to maybe 75% of our new leads. It gives you yet another passive way to be present in their lives, and they'll see you from a personal and professional standpoint. Now keep in mind that the main prerogative of this new lead system is to determine the client's motivation so that you can continue marketing to them in the most effective way that they need. Also, at absolutely any time frame, if you feel it appropriate to invite them to a buyer consultation or a listing appointment, do so. If that means cutting this new lead system a little short, that's a major win. The sooner you can secure your position in their lives as their trusted real estate professional, the better. At the very least, you should have a hunch by now as to whether they are a warm or a cold lead. We call our warm leads those looking to complete their real estate goals within three to six months. Even though that might seem far off still, when you consider a buyer's prep work in beginning their house hunt, the house hunt itself, and then being under contract for a month before closing, that time frame is really eaten into quickly. The same is true for sellers. By the time they clean, pack, declutter, do some projects to make the house show ready, get under contract with the buyer for a month before closing, boom, we're within that time frame. So because of that, we keep in touch with our warm leads every other week in the form of texting and calling so that they get one text a month and one phone call a month. They also get our quarterly newsletter. The text is always a market update and the phone call is always a check-in. We call our cold leads those that want their goals achieved six months and beyond from now. We check in with them once a month, texting a market update one month, calling to check in the following month, and then we mail the newsletter the following month. During these warm and cold lead check-ins, it's imperative to be evaluating if the lead should be moved to another category based on their new level of motivation. Again, the whole goal here is to secure your position as their realtor and to hold on to that position forever. This is all up to you. We can never assume that our clients will just remember us.